Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is The Rita Cosby Show. And tonight on The Rita Cosby Show, is it prosecution or is it persecution? It is stunning. Donald Trump fined with interest and all the other things that the New York Attorney General Letitia James threw in about $454 million. Is that justice? I say it's a bunch of hogwash. And boy, is it just over the top. It is lawfare at its finest or at its worst, depending, of course, how you look at it. And to me, this is such a dangerous, destructive, horrible path that we are on. If suddenly somebody who is the main opponent to these individuals, their party, because if you look at it, they're all Democrats who are going after him. We have really entered dangerous terrain in terms of lawfare in this country. There are now no boundaries and there are no extents to which you can try to punish somebody and try to knock them off the ballot or knock them out of the race or just bog them down. Or maybe if that doesn't work, let's try to kick them out of their businesses and also try to kick their family out of the family business that made its name in New York City. And that's exactly what happened just a few hours ago. I'm not surprised because Judge Angoron, who is the judge in this case, has already had it out for Trump. It was really blatant from the very beginning. Remember, he already ruled that he defrauded the court. And they're going after him on things that other people have never gone after. They've gone after them on issues of what they call inflating real estate values. That is ridiculous. Anybody who's in real estate, anybody who does big business in New York and elsewhere will say it is so subjective. It is very much different. Maybe one bank says one thing, another lender says another thing. There's always a disclosure also and a disclaimer. And the disclosure essentially says that banks have to also have their own evaluators. There's a disclaimer that says you shouldn't just base it on solely what the person represents. And everybody always tries to represent it to their benefit, to the banks and to the insurance companies. And they're still saying that Mar-a-Lago, where I have been many times, it is one of the most beautiful locations in America. It's a sprawling property. It's enormous. There are many rooms. There are the pools. There's the dining rooms. It is enormous, vast, and luxurious. And they're saying that it is worth $18 million. Now, that sure sounds like a lot of money. But 
There's a vacant lot that's right near Mar-a-Lago, and it's going for $100 million in West Palm Beach, right there on the beachfront property. Luxurious, one of the most decadent, you know, high-priced locations in the world, and a vacant lot is going for about $100 million. And then you're saying this gorgeous property that is one of the most iconic properties in the world is only worth $18 million. You tell me if that's justice. That, to me, is a bunch of blank, blank. And I can't say it on the air, but you know what I'm thinking tonight. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And, of course, Letitia James, who is the New York Attorney General, she campaigned on this issue. She said, I'm going to get Trump. You see them on videotapes. There were ones that came out in like 2018 and beyond that where she said, my objective is to make sure that Donald Trump essentially is behind bars. She was on a mission. And as soon as the decision came down from the judge, of course, think about it, Friday afternoon, right before a holiday weekend, of course. So all of these things, you kind of go, oh, isn't it interesting? Let's just kind of slide it in there and have everybody discuss it all weekend long. And of course, it comes as everything's going on with Fannie Willis. We're going to get into her later on because, boy, uh, it was a wild day in court yesterday. And today, it was the Willis Family Act because today her dad took the stand And boy, now you know where she gets her wild antics from. Good old dad. He was really fun, though. I mean, so we're going to get into that. There are some wild parts of that testimony, too. But with all of these cases that are sprawling around Donald Trump, today they were trying to essentially deliver what could be considered as a business death sentence. Because that's what they are trying to do. They're trying to put him out of business in New York where he made his name and his brand And obviously, all of these iconic buildings all over New York, you see, with the Trump name on it, you see them all over the world. But they are trying to put him and his family out of business. They went after the two eldest sons, and they went after Donald Trump, the former president and leading Republican candidate now against Joe Biden, who these prosecutors know well and like. And what a coincidence they happen to be in the same political party. Isn't that interesting? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Well, here is New York Attorney General Letitia James, because you could tell she wanted to use this line for a long time. Remember, Trump's book is The Art of the Deal. That was the big bestseller. And tonight she had a little spin on it. Donald Trump may have authored The Art of the Deal, but he perfected the art of the steel. You know, she's like, God, I can't wait to use that line. When can I use that line? Let me use that. Oh, good, oh, good, good, good. I can use it tonight. And here she is also saying that Donald Trump, uh, he's worse than Hannibal Lecter. You know, basically Hannibal Lecter. I would put Hannibal Lecter, Ted Bundy, and all these others together. And then you get Donald Trump, according to Letitia James. Today, justice has been served. Today, we prove that no one is above the law, no matter how rich, powerful, or politically connected you are. Everyone must play by the same rules. We have a responsibility to protect the integrity of the marketplace. And for years, Donald Trump engaged in deceptive business practices and tremendous fraud. Donald Trump falsely, knowingly, 
inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself, his family, and to cheat the system. And Donald Trump was at the $18 million worth Mar-a-Lago tonight, and he came out swinging. I don't think he was surprised by this decision. Even his attorneys who were in court, like Alina Haba and others, were not having a lot of high hopes. Because remember, in this case, Judge Angoron already made a decision in terms of the verdict in this case. What the hearing really was, and it wasn't even before a jury, it was just before this judge, and we call him the laughing judge, because he used to always laugh all the time, and then the cameras were on him, and he'd smile and do all these things. It was really kind of bizarre. But today and the last few weeks have really been about the penalty phase. So he made up his mind even before it was, you know, a summary judgment saying, okay, I've made up my mind. Uh, Oh, it's Trump. Okay, yeah, guilty. You know, I mean, that's basically what he did. And then he puts it to the hearing that's been going on this trial for the last few weeks. And this has all been about the penalty phase. Now, remember, Letitia James wanted 375. She at first wanted a lot less and then she bumped it up, you know, and guess what? She got it. It's 355 million, not three dollars and fifty five cents. 355 million, and she says it'll be about 100 million in interest. So all this happens, and the judge says, okay, I'll basically give Letitia James what she wants. He didn't even like go anywhere near what Trump's team was saying is throw out the case. No, he gave everything essentially to Letitia James. That's what he's been doing from the beginning. He clearly is not interested in justice for Trump. And if you look at the history, this has never happened before in New York. They have never gone after someone for a case like this, Jonathan Turley and a number of others of these great constitutional scholars out there say they can't find a similar case before. So who would want to do business in New York if suddenly your political opponent happens to be the attorney general of the state? And it's just sort of like the Bragg case. You've got the Bragg hush money case coming up. That's coming up at the end of March. And so you look at all of that and go, wait a minute, what's the common denominator? Oh, yeah, they were elected as sort of diehard Democrats. And now it's an election year and President Trump is the leading candidate on the other side. This just stinks. And it does more than stink. It reeks of politics. It is so over the top. And so President Trump tonight, well, he came out swinging and he went right for the attorney general of New York, who again campaigned on getting Trump. We have a totally corrupt attorney general. She campaigned on the fact that I will get Trump. I will get Trump. Everybody's seen it. Letitia James. They've all seen it. Well, we'll be appealing. But more important than that, this is Russia. This is China. This is the same game. All comes out of the DOJ. It all comes out of Biden. It's a witch hunt against his political opponent, the likes of which our country has never seen before. You see it in third world countries, banana republics, but you don't see it here. And he also said, you know what? I'm also going to make some comments about the laughing judge, Judge Ngoran. And here's what he had to say on that. It's a very sad day for, in my opinion, the country. A New York State judge just ruled, and he's crooked as you can get, 
And a lot of people expected something like this, but not for the amount. Uh, but this is a very dishonest man. This is a man that's been overturned already on this case four times. But a crooked New York State judge just ruled that I have to pay a fine of $355 million for having built a perfect company. Uh, great cash, great buildings, great everything. And just to give you some perspective, O.J. Simpson, who was found guilty, remember, he got off (laughs) in the criminal trial, but then they had the civil trial for does he bear responsibility for the deaths of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. In the civil case where they said, yeah, you are guilty of killing, murdering two people, he was penalized $33 million was the judgment against O.J. Simpson for taking the life of two innocent people in the civil case. So what is Donald Trump now in a business case where they're claiming he inflated the values? He's getting $355 million and then $100 million in interest. Do the math. That is like well beyond 10 times the amount that O.J. Simpson was penalized for taking the life of two people. But because the last name's Trump, let's add some zeros to the amount. I mean, this is stunning, and it is justice run amok. And President Trump says it's no mistake that it's an election year, and Joe Biden is tanking in the polls. It comes, of course, as Joe Biden. If you look at the latest special counsel report for classified documents against President Biden, remember? And that was the her report that just came out a little bit ago. And they said he's a feeble, senile, elderly old man who just can't remember anything. And that's why we're not going to essentially prosecute him because no jury would convict somebody. They'd feel so sorry for him that he can't even remember uh, the year his son died or the years that he was vice president. It was damning on the current president of the United States. And Trump said, It is no mistake that Biden is just plummeting in the polls after that report, even before that report came out. And no surprise that now they are continuing to go after him to try to knock him out because some of the latest polls are showing Trump up, especially even in these key swing states like Michigan and some of the others. And they do not want Trump back in office. They do not want a Republican back in office. And Trump says that is what it's all about. And they don't want him to overtake Joe Biden and go back to the White House. Listen to what Trump said just a little bit ago, again, from his $18 million property, Mar-a-Lago. Competing with a man who can't put two sentences together, who doesn't know what he's doing. And we're heading into a third world war because of this guy. We have to win this election. They're doing everything possible to step in a way, but we're not going to stand for it. So thank you very much. We will get back to work. Thank you. He's so used to so many of these cases. That was the funniest part at the end. Thank you very much. I'm just going to go have the rest of my dinner. You know, I mean, it's like, okay, what is it? It's Friday. Another suit, another penalty against President Trump. He's so used to it. It's like, okay, which week is it? Okay. Okay. I guess I just got, you know, penalized $455 million. No big deal. 
He's used to this, I guess, now. And boy, can you imagine anybody else would be like, oh, my gosh. And he's like, okay, I'm going to order an appetizer now. Thank you. This is another, just another day in running for president in America. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And we are going to take your calls when we come back. The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Well, there is nothing sweet about the decision that came down just a few hours ago. Everybody is talking about it. This is in the New York civil fraud trial. And boy, did the New York attorney general, and in this case, the judge, throw the book at President Trump and also his two older sons. Uh, Two years, they're banned from doing business. $4 million fine each. That's for Donald Jr. and also Eric Trump, the father Three years Trump banned from business in New York and close to $455 million, $355 million and $100 million in interest. It is a whopper and it is stunning. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Robert on line five in Philly. Robert, what is your reaction to this? Hi, Reed. It's good to talk to you and I hope you're going to have a great weekend like I am. Yeah, I am too. I'm going to have a, an $18 million uh, Mar-a-Lago drink, but go ahead. Oh my goodness. The, <laughs> the, my reaction to this is actually kind of a yawn because it's going to get knocked down. There are so many grounds for appeal on this and anything else they come up with that I'm not worried about him being convicted by any of these lunatics. All they're really doing is cementing their place in history. Joe Biden goes, history's watching. He's right. History's watching. What do you think history is going to have to say about this current incarnation of the Democratic Party? Okay, they're shooting themselves in the head in their zeal to fix their agenda and don't care what they hurt. You know what? That's a great point, Robert. And I agree. I think ultimately all of these cases will get thrown out. The point is it will take a long time till it goes through the appeals and they want to bog them down. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And this Back the Blue segment is sponsored by GoyaCares.com because you are a precious gift from God. And this is a really powerful story coming from Angleton, Texas, where two police officers were awarded medals months after jumping into action, saving the life of a woman who was trapped inside an overturned vehicle that had caught on fire. Corporal Carlos Cobos and Officer Ramirez showed up at a major crash scene when a car was simply engulfed in flames. 
So the police officer, Kobo, said as soon as he and his trainee arrived on the scene, they realized that they had to act quickly, saying, I remember everything. It may sound cliche, but it was literally slow motion. When they got there, they realized that a woman was trapped inside the vehicle that had flipped on its roof. Incredibly, Officer Kobos was able to get inside, cut the seatbelt, and Officer Ramirez helped him get the woman out and away from the flames. Given their swift and precise actions in working together, Ramirez ended up becoming Kobos's partner. Well, despite the recognition, Kobos said they were just doing their job. He said he wants to be an example for his kids and hopes that other officers would do the same thing if someone in his family may be trapped inside. Adding also, that could have been my wife. It could have been my mom. It was clearly somebody who was loved and had a family. A couple of weeks after the rescue, the local city council in that area of Angleton, Texas, honored them with a Lifesaver Award, but that wasn't the end of the recognition. This week, they both were given the Medal of Heroism by the Sons of the American Revolution, Texas chapter. Now, the officers and the woman that they saved haven't been reunited since the incident, although Koba said he is open to being reunited and would love to see her. But he said, for now, he has a message for everybody. I am glad I was able to be there for her, given an opportunity, you know, to live. We have to roll with it. And thank God for another opportunity to live. And it is thanks to the great work of these two now partners who worked together and just acted quickly and saved this woman's life from a very, very dramatic scene. I love doing this segment, and I also love GoyaCares.com. you got to check it out. They do so much great work in combating human trafficking and also strengthening the family and family values in this country. Be sure to check them out again, GoyaCares.com. And also, thank you to all of our great men and women in blue who do so much to protect all of us. And we are talking about the stunning decision that came down just a little bit ago, the penalty from this Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Arthur Angoron, a whopping close to $455 million, that's it, for Donald Trump. This is in just one of the many cases against him. Remember, he's got all these different active cases going on. And this is the civil fraud trial where most legal experts are saying they have never, ever seen anything like this before, where somebody, where they went after somebody like this in business, saying that they inflated the values. It's crazy. It's ludicrous. And to me, it is blatant politics and a shameful display of what's happening to the legal process that it has become so politicized. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Line four, Phil, your thoughts on this amazing day. Yeah, it's frightening to think of these things happening, but it happens nonetheless. It, Rita, the whole picture is about a week ago I explained it to you. I'm going to I'm going to restate. What yeah, I please, because it's very timely. Please. OK, first of all, Biden and the DOJ are the puppet masters. They're pulling the strings of the Southern District of New York and ordering them to get a hold of these judges, these, these Democrat friendly judges and say, look, throw the book away. 
just just screw this guy as bad as you can. The same thing with that woman with the $83 million judgment for defamation, and the same thing with Trump now for, for almost $450 million. The thing is, they know that the state court is going to cut this to, to shreds on an appeal. Actually, can I say one thing, Phil? I disagree with you on that because you just hit the key word, state court. It's New York state court. New York state is not going to be any better than Manhattan. I actually think at some point this may end up all the way to the Supreme Court. Who knows where this goes? Um, But I don't think a state court, that's obviously, there's a lot of layers that they can appeal to. But I don't think a state court is going to be any kinder to Donald Trump. So I think they need to kind of expect the next one ain't going to be good. And then maybe two or three down the line, uh, they get somebody with some sanity. But go ahead, Phil. All right. The point the point is the state courts and the appellate are a different cut. They, they are not, you know, totally 100 percent, but they are from a different cut. The, the SDNY has no power over these people, basically. But the point is, even if they cut it, to one-tenth of what it is. It's still a travesty. The rule is right now in the courts is do what you want if it's named T-R-U-N-P. That's the problem. So so what you do at this point is you say to yourself, where are we going to go with this? The thing is, they've got to dirty Trump up, and the only way to dirty this guy up is in the eyes of the public, most people, they say, to get everything you can out of him, get hundreds of millions of dollars, get, get 80 million, whatever, so this way, the public's impression of Trump is diminished. But what they don't understand is every time he gets hit, his numbers go up. What do you do with something like that? And and by the way, with that building, that was the question mark about the, the big judgment against Trump. Look, we've got buildings in Manhattan. And we've got apartment buildings in the Bronx in Manhattan that are going 40, 50, 60, 100 million dollars. What about those? Are they? Why isn't anything being done against them? Because they're not pro-Trump. Right. No, you're right. You are you are so right. And also, by the way, um, say, for example, on, on those buildings, you just brought up the 40, 50 million. There are a lot of there are apartments that go for in New York over 100 million. I mean, some of the most luxurious New York is, you know, super, super rich. And so and so not so much lately, <laughs> given all the things that have been going on in New York. But if you look at the price tag, $18 million, especially for the Mar-a-Lago property, that is so uh, undervaluated. It is like a joke. I mean, it really is. And I brought up the example, Phil, of the empty you know, lot that's next door, that's really close to Mar-a-Lago, that's being valued. They're trying to get rid of it and sell it now for about $100 million. It's just a, it's like a dirt field, you know, but that's a hundred million dollars. But Mar-a-Lago, this luxurious, you know, it looks like a castle property is only worth 18. It is such a joke. And it just highlights how they were so out to get Trump that there was no sort of sense of level headedness in this. And um, I hear what you're saying about the state courts. The state, I believe, will also rule against Trump. Maybe they'll chip away a little at the verdict. Uh, Like you said, maybe as opposed to, uh, 355 in the penalties. It'll be 345 in the penalties. You know, oh, okay, we'll give them a break, you know. Um, But I see this eventually, I agree with you, getting thrown out. But the point is, just like you said, it's to bog him down, to also give the impression to the public that, oh, God, he must have been, oh, boy, he's a business fraudster. He's a this, he's a that, he's an all this. Uh, But the public sees through it when it's so over the top, 
and such an unrealistic, shameful amount like this is, I think people are smart. And I think even Democrats, you know, even the people that are sort of the the orange man bad, uh, the Trump derangement syndrome, I think they even know because it is so blatantly over the top that they've got to be sort of just kind of going, oh, wow, they really uh, threw a doozy at that guy. Maybe they think he deserves it. But they, I think, even realize just how over the top and ridiculous this is. Phil, thank you very much. Let's go to Norm. Line one. Norm, your thoughts. My thoughts. Um, it's another Friday. And <laughs> I broke out the 12. Uh, by the way, and Norm, I- did you hear, like, I played that clip from Trump and he's like, Okay, you know, like, you know, he gives his answer because he's like so used to it now, you know? Used to it, but, you know, I did break out my 12-year-old scotch. um... (laughs) By the way, now, first off, Norm, how many glasses of the scotch did you have? Did you have 355, one for each million? Glass. I got I got it. I I can't be drunk to call Rita. I can't be. uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, look, uh, you know, it's uh, it's the continued persecution of Donald Trump. It's uh, it. Uh, I do believe that Judge Enron uh, Ingeron, I do believe that his career is going to be finito after this. I think that uh, uh, I think all these evil, these evil people uh, are going to get theirs. I'm just waiting for when they get theirs. It may not be till Trump becomes president. As far as. Uh, as far as my my loyalty to Donald Trump, oh God, it's strengthened all the more. This is the persecution of a good man. This is the persecution of a man that tried to do do good for this country. They've tried to go after his followers, i.e., January sixth. Now they're gonna, you know, they're trying to go after him, and uh, you know, that's it. You know, we're all gonna suffer. Uh, you know, we're gonna suffer with this. But you know, I, I think most, I think Americans, this this increases the love for Donald Trump all the more, Um, you know, and, uh, you know, it doesn't change my mind at all. I I uh, think a lot of voters are like you, Norm, that if anything, like you just said, it sort of strengthens your uh, resolve for him. And I think in many ways, when it becomes so exaggerated, like this amount is, and just the whole case, mm -hmm. it, it becomes so blatant and so transparent and it kind of goes in the scheme with uh, Fannie Willis, too, you know, like, oh, no, 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 uh, there's no affair there. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, there is an affair. And this week, boy, that case just looked, they look, it looked like a, like a soap opera. It looked like it was like a, a low-end dynasty event, you know, going on there in the Georgia courtroom. And then she brings her dad in today. I mean, it was like, it was the craziest thing I have ever seen. Those the last two days down there. And it makes you go, these are the people? Like, that's the DA, and that's the prosecutor that she picks, the one, you know, Nathan Wade, that came on the stand before her. These are the ones that are supposed to be above board and going after the former president of the United States, and in that case, more than a dozen other co-defendants. I I mean, it is preposterous. If you're going to be going after the former president, you better have your ducks, and the case should be squeaky clean, and you should be squeaky clean. And all of these cases just smell and they stink. They do not pass the smell smell test. It is so, like, transparent to me just how over the top. And I think, just like you said, I think 
it will only reinforce people that say, wow, they, there must be something about this guy that they can't wait uh, to try to knock him out, that they're so scared of him, that they're so worried about him. It makes uh, people, I think, even make some Democrats say tonight, maybe they'll vote for Donald Trump, too. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll continue with your calls, everybody. After the break, you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Day after day, I'm more confused. Yet I look for the light through the pouring rain. You know that's a game that I hate to lose. And I'm feeling the strain. Ain't it a shame? Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. I had to play a little bit more of that because I haven't heard Dobie Gray in a long time. I think we need to put it up. It's Friday night. Boy, what a crazy week this has been. Beginning to think that I'm wasting time I don't understand the things I do The world outside looks so unkind And I'm counting on you To carry me through Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I'm gonna get lost in your rock and roll I think a lot of people feel like drifting away, especially from some of these cases that we have seen of late. I have never seen the legal system like this weaponized at such a high level against the leading opponent of the current president of the United States. And in fact, in the next hour, we're also going to talk about President Biden today who talked about the death, what a surprise, of the leading Putin opponent, Alexei Navalny. This guy dies, suddenly goes on a walk in a a penal colony, a Russian penal colony in Siberia, and doesn't come back from the walk. They say, oh, he just suddenly died on the walk, even though his mother saw him a few days before, said he looked great and was in good spirits. So... A lot of fishy stuff there, but President Biden comes out and speaks about it and obviously was upset as the world is and the world should be about it, everybody but Putin. And then he kind of goes on this rant as opposed to going on a rant about Putin. He goes on a rant about Trump. So, boy, this has just been the wildest time. And I think we all feel like drifting away from this crazy legal system that we are all dealing with and just seeing weaponized to the nth degree. 
1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Joe. Line two. Joe, your thoughts. My thoughts. I tried, waited last night. I want to get everything out rapid fire. One, will Fanny and her father, the domestic terrorist, lie under oath? They will it. And as for this jerk judge, Judge Arthur Angle, whatever, uh, jerk, anal, imbecile. This guy is a maniac. They're not just trying to, Rita, they're not just trying to stop his business, get him off the ticket, Trump. I believe they're trying to kill him. And I'm not a paranoid. I'm a person who believes in democracy, and I'm a realist. They're 77 years old. He's robust. How much mierda, municipal crap in the court, does he have to swallow? They're trying to finish him off. Now, I was 28 hours in the federal VA hospital until yesterday. And you know what? It was better than the basement bunker that I'm in with no heat. And that's a sad situation. That, by the way, Joe, that is a sad situation. And I hate the fact that they are not doing enough for great veterans like you. We've talked about that before, but I 1,000% agree with you, my friend. Uh, just the way that they are treating veterans and the way that they are, you know, you look at all the stuff they're doing, the migrants. Uh, Joe, you know what you need? You need a church that's going to, like, donate 15000 like that Lutheran church in New York that gave up $15,000 for the bail of the migrant who beat the NYPD cops. I'm being facetious, but I'm being honest that these churches should be helping great people like you and other great veterans, Joe. So I feel for you. I think it's ridiculous. And uh, you're right. I like the the line, Will, how you used Willis, Fanny Willis and the Wills. That was a good one, Joe. Thank you, my friend. It's always good to hear from you. Let's go to Don in Jersey City. Don, your thoughts? Hey. Hi. Hi, Rita. Uh, I'm just wondering... I don't see the kind of toughness in your interview that Barbara Walters brought to Trump when she called him out on all his financial lies. And I'm wondering why you can't do that, too. Uh, Don, uh, Don, you sound like Kermit the Frog, for starters, okay? You know, Um, so that's one thing. And two, by the way, I've actually done some very tough interviews with Donald Trump. So maybe you should go back and listen, because I've asked him actually some very hard questions when it's been appropriate. I absolutely would. And on the flip side, if I had the opportunity to interview President Biden, again, I've talked to him before. I've met him many, many years ago and have interviewed him. I've talked to him through the years and have seen him through the years. I would also, on the flip side, give him the respect of the office because I think anybody who has been president or is president uh, deserves to be treated with respect. But I would also ask him tough questions, and I would assume that you would expect that. Uh, real quick. Uh, he doesn't treat voters with respect because he tried to undermine the election. You're talking about, obviously, Joe Biden because of the way he handled Robert Hur. You're right, because he's undermining DOJ. That's what you mean, right, right, Donald? Because everything on the Biden side is so squeaky clean. Right, Donald? Is that correct? Is that what you're saying? You're, you you believe? No, I, no. Her is an opportunist, and you're a propagandist. And and you sound like Kermit the Frog. So you got to work on that one, Donald. All right. Otherwise, the whole Sesame Street's going to be pulled in here. All right. But you know what, uh, Donald? You obviously have Trump derangement syndrome, and you think that 355 million is fair? Wow. You really do need to talk to Bert and Ernie. 